0: Greetings and welcome to the MTG Profits podcast, the podcast dealing with Magic: The Gathering finance, uh, from buying and selling cards to financial speculation. This is episode 30 of the MTG podcast. We made it to uh, another big number, I guess. Uh, my name is Eddie. He is with me as always is my co-host Evan. Hey, everybody. And a quick plug before we jump into everything, Uh, if you want more of that great content gravy that we're serving up, come and uh, check us out online on uh, ndgprofits.com, or uh, go on the YouTubes. Uh, We're out there too, so we've got some arena battles there and uh, some other uh, podcast things. So go online and get your, your
1: fill there too. Absolutely, get your fix. (laughs) And he works hard making that gravy. So uh, he's infusing it (laughs) with bacon. (laughs) So make sure you... The spicy recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: So I know it's been a
1: relatively quiet uh, news week, it seems like. And uh, I don't have anything super special, but I I have been paying attention to some of the pricing after the um, announcement of some of the Challenger decks. And... um, Oh, you took a look at the Challenger deck, deck lists, correct?
0: Yeah, I took it. We talked about this a little bit last time. I think we we determined that uh, overall the is it uh, the Arcane Tempo was
1: the the money deck to buy. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, I've been sort of looking at some of the pricing on some of the more expensive cards. The uh, in particular, the Phoenixes and the um, the History of Banalia and things mm-hmm. of that nature, and they've they have started to. Um, you know tank as expected yeah. so, um, so hopefully uh if you people were holding those they've been in the process of unburdening their themselves of the supply of those cards um so. So they shall, I would imagine, continue to fall pre- relatively precipitously. So I would still definitely put a sell on those uh, yeah. on those cards, in particular the Phoenixes. You know that were I want to see the ArcLight still in the twenties and the uh, Rekindling oh, is pretty at, good. in the yeah. teens. So you can still cash in a little bit, and they'll probably drop to you know oof, single digits maybe. Really, you think it's gonna go that low? Yeah. Well, I also think the rivals one, the rekindling one, is going to be rotating soon. So yeah. I think it's like eighteen bucks now, but that sucker's probably going to go to six. So yeah. st- I, even though people are maybe hurting over the loss of the value, I would still consider consider selling just because you know. The the price memory sometimes makes things hard to like. I know I'm affected by that too. I don't know how you feel about that, but mm-hmm. sometimes I'll remember how much a card was, and I can't let it go for a cheap price because I feel like you know if I'm holding a card that was like eleven dollars and it's only worth sure. four bucks now, I'm like I'm like, but it was worth eleven not that yeah. long ago. Exactly. You feel so, it should probably, hopefully, maybe come back up and try. Uh, it's like a psychological, you know, failing mm-hmm. to 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 try uh, you know, the same thing happens in real life. You know, I'll be sitting there looking at my regular, you know, retirement investment portfolios and the same exact thing happens. I'm like, I'm like, ah, gosh, I'm looking at this stuff. I'm like, it's really dropped. Should I dump it or, you know, and buy something that I'm more confident about or should I just hang on to it and ride it down to its death? Yeah. You've already gone this far. Sometimes I ride it to its death and I regret having done so. So, uh, you know, so for those cards that will continue to go down, especially cards that are going to be, you know, pre, you know, printed in pre-constructed products, boy, these 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 cards have only one way to go, and it's not up. So,
0: so, but do you think that affects you know
1: whether you should buy any
0: of these Challenger decks or not?
1: You know, it depends on what you're after. You know, I think realistically, I still do like some of them, because especially, it really just depends on the price you get them at. Mm-hmm. You know, would I pay like 40 bucks for a Challenger deck? No way. Would I pay 20 Absolutely. Would I yeah, pay fifteen? Without doubt, you know. What so, about the retail of the 30s? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not as fond of that. I'd want to probably get them in the 20s. So... Mm-hmm. And the way I would probably do that, if I wanted to do it at release, was buy four ofs. Buy them in the, buy them in the complete yeah. pack for 80 you know, Because you, you, you can get them on eBay, like a four-pack of them for about 80 bucks, And um, that's probably the way I would do that. The um,
0: problem is but, I have no interest in two of those decks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. But you kind of have to use that to average out the cost, because I sure don't want to pay 40 for one of them you know
0: no but i don't know 30 is not terrible
1: it's not but i'm almost of the opinion that i rather have all of them for a lower average price than one of them for a higher single price or a higher individual price i should say but um and that, that's typically my my method is get more cheaper if i can and sell okay. the parts off so i did that last time with i would say relatively high levels of success i have I essentially, I think I have probably, oh boy, twelve to fourteen of those Challenger decks, and they have essentially paid for themselves by parsing out about four of them. So, yeah. so now I'm just sitting on them, and they're all sealed. I probably have I probably have ten of them unopened, just sitting there on my shelf mm-hmm. doing nothing. But they essentially are free. Like I have paid nothing for them due to their cost value being zero. Yeah. So. And the other ones that I opened, I only sold like two or three cards from each one. So, you know, so they're semi-complete. Yeah, know.
0: I'm sure all the value has been depleted from
1: them. Though. You know, like the three top-value cards that have been depleted. Like it was the the uh, Chandra, the uh, Hazaret, and um, in the green ones, the um, the um, oh, the Fatal Pushes, and mm-hmm. the um, the uh, walking ballista. Those are the cards mm. that I sold, but I essentially sold those four cards out of four to five decks, and I basically paid for 14 decks. So, yeah. you know, pretty worth it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, uh, I don't know. I,
0: I've had mixed luck with with selling the cards. Uh, sometimes, you know, those Challenger
1: ones, I I, I didn't
0: really get my money's
1: money back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know it, it all depends on the price you get in at. You know that's that's kind of the thing. It's like, see, the the other thing is that on average, I think I only paid on average. I only probably paid on average sixteen dollars, sixteen to eighteen per. So, you know, when you when you pay thirty, it's a lot harder to make your, your your break even than it is when you're eighteen. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like you said, I mean, if you're buying in the bundles you know, that's yeah. a little different. I, I don't know. I'm not as keen on the bundles and getting
1: things I really don't want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're right about that. But then the bundle sometimes is a benefit because you sort of have this mutual fund of cards and you don't know which ones are going to go up. Like, you know, initially it was like, oh, the red box was awesome. Everybody wanted the red one, you know, because it had the Chandra and the Hazard in it. Mm-hmm. But then it turned out the green one was more valuable because of the, du- the dual lands, the... um. That is surprising. So the fatal pushes yeah. and the walking ballista, So sometimes you don't know what's gonna True. go up, you know. And the other ones, like some of them, some of those things I bought for eight dollars. Like some of the uh, the marching mat or the vehicle marches of madness or whatever the vehicle one. Yeah. And um, I think I got a blue one for eight ninety nine, and I got a couple of the little um, vehicle crew ones for mm-hmm. between eight and ten bucks because yeah. at the time. People did not want them, and I was like, God, late eight dollars, eight ninety nine shipped. You can't beat it. Yeah, that's really good. So, but I was patient. You know, I waited. I bided yeah. my time. Those I did on auction, auction from eBay, where I just, okay. I just put a bid in of ten bucks, sure. and they worked. So, well, that's great. Yeah. So we will see. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I don't know. I I don't know. I may I may slow my. I may I may go at these slowly. I probably will. Yeah. Because so I don't need them to play with. You know. I'm not. I don't think they're as good, honestly, as the first run, as far as power level, like yeah. playability wise. So, we'll see. You know.
0: Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye on.
1: But bottom line, if you have some of those high dollar ones. From those decks that are upcoming, I would sell them. I would sell the Arc Light Phoenixes and the, and the and the um the other the the rekindling and um and those like, yeah the, exactly yeah yeah so that's a little bit of a, I guess a sell recommendation not not yeah. so much a, not yeah. so much a news item but
0: yeah those will be dropping what is it. Second week in April, I think. Gosh, is it? it,
1: Yeah,
0: boy, April
1: drop around the very similar time to the. Wait, when is War of the Spark coming out? Isn't that around the same time?
0: Uh, end end of April, early May.
1: Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking April seven. I don't know why I was thinking that. No, no,
0: not not that soon.
1: Okay. Okay. Gosh, it just seems like the 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 relentless pace of the release cycle. I can't keep up. Yeah, it's it's always quite quite it is uh, okay. prolific and plentiful, so yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't really seen any um May third is the official release for War of Spark. Okay. I haven't seen any uh, specific um uh, spoilers for War of the Spark yet, which is honestly kind
0: of surprising. it's coming, and I don't know if you saw the news from today about uh, the preview season, um, but they're they're basically doing the previews a little bit different this time. Uh, I guess first off, there's going to be an official War of the Spark" story, uh, which will be a book that you can buy, and you can uh, it's going to be available at the end of April. I hope it uh, so, turns out okay. Uh, Who knows?
1: I don't have high hopes, but... Uh, I don't have
0: high hopes. And you know, We talked about this before. I, I, I really feel no affinity for any of the characters
1: yeah. or
0: the storyline or anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you're probably right. I mean, they just... It, 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 I've never felt that compelled by the, the story. No, 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 I really haven't. I've never thought like I really want to know what happens to Jace. I'm like, no, I don't really care. I'm like, yeah. and
0: I, I guess I feel too that well. I guess a the their story history story history has been terrible. So their books have been really awful, just just atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess just kind of all, all around, just the I guess the general feel of these characters and their story feels like the kind of storylines and that would appeal to someone maybe 15 and under
1: i would say like age 12
0: or maybe 12 and under sure yeah
1: yeah they're very basic very like very veneer-like characters like you, very you know sort of vanilla you could almost slap the tropes, you know, the the these are just Absolutely. very standard tropes that you could and slap all on the anybody. You can on and all, all of these
0: guys and the evil, yeah. you know, dragon and
1: it, it just feels so. It, it feels uh, super basic great. and not and very lame and non-interesting. Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's fine. And, you
0: know, maybe they don't care about an older audience, but. Uh, you know, I guess I wouldn't find this in the story very appealing. I guess I want something much more deep and serious, and for lack of a better term, like Game of Thrones ish. You know?
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because you you would think after years of floating around with a lot of the same planeswalkers, like mm -hmm. Liliana, uh, Jace, Chandra, um, what's the um. The black. I don't know if the original. Like I'm trying to think of the original Lorwyn ones. It was Jace, oh, Liliana, Jace,
0: mm-hmm. Liliana,
1: Garok. Oh, Garuk uh, was one of the original. Yeah. Plots? yeah. Okay. Jace,
0: Liliana, and Garuk, it was the black one. Okay. And um, that well, was Liliana.
1: Oh, okay, that's right.
0: Yeah. Uh, and Chandra... The okay.
1: Who who was the white one? Was the white one a Johnny the very first one? Oh yeah, a yeah, Johnny, Johnny, Okay. Johnny. Yeah. So the five. Yep, yep, yep. I, they're still kicking around and their story after a decade is just as lame as ever. Like <laughs> like they haven't developed as characters at all. They're not cool. They're not like I I feel like they're super watered down. They themselves are, are just like pantomime tropes of what the, the white guy should be or the the, the You know what I mean? Like, they're just very... You would think they would be better fleshed out by now. Like, they would have more interesting... We'd know more cool backstory. Yeah. You know, other characters that they betrayed and other people they killed or stomped on to get where they are. Mm-hmm. They're friends that died along the way because they're yep. old. You know, it's like, no, nothing that awesome. Like, no, they're really. still the same as they were in Lorwyn. They still, you know, it's like... I don't know, like, you would think, literally, like, Lorwyn's, like, a decade old. Yeah. So you would think after all that time, the characters would be cooler by now.
0: You would think so. Yeah. I, I guess, I mean, I guess you could argue that there's been a lot of, they've gone on lots of adventures, and you got some of their background and origins and, and all this sort of stuff, but I, I still agree. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I still don't feel any sort of, compassion or, or anything yeah.
1: for these characters. You really right? don't care. Yeah. I, I really have no close ties to them. <laughs> yeah. I feel very neutral about them, where you should either like them or dislike them by now, like just their characters. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, I hate that one, or I love that one, or... I, I don't know. I feel like... Yeah, you're right. There's just no attachment to them at all. Yeah. I just could, could care less.
0: <laughs> if they all kill each other all off, so much the better. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Uh, maybe that'll be a little spicy. That might be cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I guess you know, do something like that. Heck, make it a total <laughs> shocker. You know,
1: exactly. Kill yeah. the main. Kill the main character. Bolas eats Jace for breakfast. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. Like, like, who knows? You know.
0: Absolutely, because like you know, and you know they kind
1: of did that once before,
0: like with the um, the whole Phyrexia versus Mirrodin and.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, that actually was not bad. Like how yeah. the foundations won, that was actually unexpected and good. Yeah, because you're like, oh well, the good guys are gonna win, because that's always what happens. Exactly. No, nope, good guys
0: lost. <laughs> yeah, that
1: was actually pretty good. That was a, I was pleasantly surprised by that. And in retrospect, that was probably some of the best, most you know, best sets of re- rel- what I would consider recent release. You know, that and maybe original Innistrad. I love those cards. I love playing original Innistrad. I love playing the 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 new uh Return to Mirrodin stuff. I love that stuff. It was really good. It was like fun to draft, fun to play. And in the case of the Mirrodin stuff with the Phyrexian stuff, I thought the story was more interesting than usual.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, you're you're right. That was probably the best stuff that's come out in a long time. Absolutely. Um
0: yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a surprising...
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, pretty good. Turn on that one.
0: Yeah. But uh, I guess going back to the kind of the the uh, the pre-release and, and then preparing for the preview season, so there's a book coming out, and then they're going to be previewing cards, which they call, starting this weekend, in what they call themes. So it's going to be like a... Uh, a a picture that's going to be like a storyboard with several different cards involved with it.
1: Okay. Oh, okay.
0: Every new... I guess every day they're going to update the storyboard with a new scene. So you're going to get kind of a taste of the the story and and things that are going on, just in a different flavor. Uh,
1: That's not bad. I I think that's not a bad way to do it. You know, maybe they're trying to draw people in. And then they also said um
0: they're going to be previewing everything uh all along the way for the next 3 weeks. So normally they did like uh you know a significant number of commons and uncommons that were revealed on the final day of preview. This time they're going to kind of be showing everything more evenly, I guess, over the 3 weeks. Okay. So we'll see i i i don't really feel one way or the other about that i I guess it's a different way of presenting it maybe kind of stir up your your interest but uh yeah. I, I I would think I, I I still kind of feel the preview stuff has kind of ruined things. I, I'd rather not have any previews
1: or very limited previews. I I agree. I I would I would love it the way it used to be where you could go to a pre-release and nobody really knew what the cards were. Yeah. You know, now it's like you go to pre-release and people have studied all the. Pre- they all know all the cards that are out. It really, um, it really it really drains a lot of the fun from that.
0: Exactly. Why not have a total surprise, you know? Why not? Yeah. I don't yeah. Kind yeah. of. I, I know it's it's probably, I'm sure it's better for them to kind of, uh, you know, fuel that interest beforehand and people get excited and they can, can keep you on the hook, but... Uh, yeah. Uh. I, I, I like the know. idea of a surprise. It's like a trailer. I mean, once you've seen the trailer, it's kind of
1: like seeing the whole movie. So <laughs> Exactly. Especially lately, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're just like, oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I guess uh,
0: speaking of, of War of the Spark and magic and other magic stuff, there was an announcement just recently, too, uh, sort of unusual that uh, Wizards of the Coast is bringing a brand new Magic the Gathering game to the mobile world. And oh. this is called uh, Valor's Reach. And it's going to be another... It's going to be a Magic the Gathering mobile game. And apparently... I didn't remember this, but the Valor's Reach is a reference to the stadium where magic duels are fought. I assume that's from Battlebond, but... Um, okay. Is my guess, but... Um, apparently it's going to be a, a... You know, another collectible card game on your phone, and you can oh battle it out with the Planeswalkers, and you can make decks and, you know, shoot spells and everything. The details were very limited about exactly how it was going to play or whatnot. Apparently the Planeswalkers were going to form a, a major role... Um, you know, just from some of the imagery and I don't know, it does sound very (laughs) Hearthstone-like. So, okay. Well, we'll see, uh, what's going to happen there. Um, it's not clear exactly when it's going to launch. It said the only thing it said was, um, uh, starting the week of March 25th in the Nordic region. Uh, oh, okay. Whatever that is to mean, uh, I guess like Sweden. I, I guess I I don't know. It's not very, hmm. not very clear.
1: Sort of a strange place to release something. I I would think so. Yeah. Why would Why would you do that? Huh. Not sure. Yeah. Be curious. I'm not in a big hurry to get into stuff on my iPad. You know, or or like the phone. For goodness sake, I I would I would like Arena to show up on an iDevice. <laughs> like I would I would enjoy that. I'd love yeah. to be able to play that on, you know, a tablet or, or some other mobile device. Um, and, and you know, there's no reason they couldn't do it. They de- they designed the arena in Unity. Unity is a cross platform capable product without the need to recode. So essentially the Unity engine allows for you to design something on a PC that can be used on an iPad or a Mac as well. So okay. there's no good reason that they couldn't do such a thing. So and it would allow for cross-platform play. This seems like an obvious no-brainer to me, but I don't know why they are very reluctant to implement.
0: So, I, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It still seems like a no no-brainer. Why don't we
0: get a get our game out in as many Platforms as possible.
1: Get it in front of as many faces as you can, as many places as they can get it. Exactly. So don't uh, monkey
0: around with all these other kind of updates and whatnot.
1: Don't make make new games top priority. Make this a priority, exactly. Don't putz around with Valor's Reach. You know. Yeah, exactly. Put your primary product in as many places as you can get it. I agree. I agree. Once you have saturated all available locations, that's when you start making other things. Yes. You know. I sent you a little picture of something in the uh, in the Skype there. Yeah, and I saw
0: it. Yeah.
1: This is a card, the uh, captive audience. Yep. Take a look at this card, and for those of us that um, that can't uh, see because of the the podcast format. One of my favorite characters is in this. And I noticed this the other day when I was playing online. I was like, so take a good look at this card. The yeah, I read about there.
0: this in one of the uh, Rosewater ones.
1: Look at the little guy.
0: Yep, he's sitting on, on the shoulder. I assume you're talking about... Uh, the little oaf. Um, or the Fith, little homunculus. fifth, I think his name is. Yeah, I can't pronounce it exactly. He's the the little homunculus. Um, yeah, it's like flurped or whatever. Or yeah, or, yeah. He's he's sitting on the uh, one uh, warrior yeah.
1: there on his shoulder. Little homunculus. I thought I saw. I couldn't believe that. I was like, look at that little guy. It's the yeah. guy from uh, like Crush Underfoot or something. Or yeah, he's he's like in a the, couple of cards. Lost yeah. in the city or whatever. And I I kind of like the homunculi. I feel they're an underrepresented race. <laughs> I,
0: I agree. There's some pretty
1: cool yeah. ones. Funny, I was like, huh? figured I'd have to show you that at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, he—that is cool. Funny little guy. <laughs> little homunculus. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Nice. I guess the,
0: the only other news I had was about the Arena, and there was another big update to Arena. It, uh, it literally just happened uh, to, today, I believe, is when it, when it took effect. Um, this morning, I think, depending on where you are in the, in the world here. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they did their, uh, what did they call it, like their March release or whatever. Um, uh, their March developer update is what they call it. Okay. Um, you know, once again, I I think they've they kind of missed the boat here. They they've done a lot of things on the style and cosmetics, but nothing of functional value.
1: value. Mm.
0: So now we've got different card styles for some of the cards. You can now get sleeves for your cards.
1: I saw that. Yeah, you can buy guild
0: bundles which include card sleeves and card styles and an avatar. Um, what
1: else? They have, I thought the card sleeves was particularly weak. I thought that yeah. was really dumb. I was like, oh boy. Seems and these, like...
0: for these card styles, now you have a little parallax effect on some of the cards, so you can kind of see the image rotate a little bit. Ah, um, eh, you know, so really three big things. Avatars, card sleeves, and additional card styles. Uh, and one more thing, and i it didn't seem to me clear in their um, the release the little release explanation maybe they explained it more in their uh actual uh youtube uh, video version of it but um all those things are not free; they are only things that you can purchase with gems oh yeah of course of course basically i think actually i I take that back I think some of the there might be this, sleeves or something that you can get with gold, but it's a very high amount of gold for it. It's like 10,000 gold or something.
1: Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, they're going to, you know, this is a way for people to bling out their stuff and Wizards wants to cash in on that. And it's funny because I actually played against the guy tonight and he
0: had one of the new avatars.
1: Did really? Silly. Wow. <laughs> oh my he had goodness. He obviously bought, bought one of the guild, Those packs. guild packs. Yeah, It's like, show your faction! You yeah. know, Gosh, that's funny.
0: And we're yeah. like I said, those aren't cheap. I mean, I think those the the guild packs are uh, I want to say somewhere between eight hundred to a thousand gems.
1: <sighs> it just shocks me that people want to spend their money on that sort of thing. Oh, but yeah. you know, goes to show I, I guess maybe I don't know what the people want. I know I don't want that, but you know, to it each his own. Like I guess
0: kind of a, uh, unnecessary.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I rather play in the
0: draft than. Uh, oh, my God, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't absolutely. know why. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's gonna help me? But
1: absolutely, I I uh, I totally agree with you on that one. But you know, I've always been that way too. Like, uh, you know, generally speaking, although this has changed slightly for me over the years, like I've always, for example, not not historically played with a lot of sleeves to because I really haven't played with cards of value. You know, so I never really. You know, I I don't typically build decks that are expensive to play with, so I don't I haven't historically felt the need to play with sleeves, and I always thought to myself, why would you want to buy sleeves for five bucks when you could buy like a play set of cards that I need for my deck
0: for five yeah. bucks?
1: You know, and I I've come around a little bit on that though. I I do play with more sleeves now, and it's it's almost because I I find it easier to shuffle with the sleeves and yeah. shuffle more effectively and. And in, in the attempts to avoid the ever-present mana screw and mana flood, I feel that m- more frequent and better shuffling is to my betterment. But, you know, I still get the screw over all the time. But, you know, at least in my mind, I feel like, well, I'm at least shuffling better. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm starting to sleeve more just from a utilitarian standpoint. But, sure. but I always felt like, I, I've always historically felt like these are a, a waste of money.
0: <laughs> I, I, agree. I agree, you know.
1: But um, and again, too, I think it comes from our the time that we started playing cards yeah. too. You know, it was like back in the day sleeves didn't exist. You I mean, know, we, that were wasn't around, thing. No. we were rolling around with our dual lands and on the lunch table at school. You know, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, so it's it's sort of a, a different, I guess, experience. If you always started playing with sleeves, maybe you would always like them, and maybe you feel like it's an integral part of the game. You know, maybe I don't understand where people are coming from, where they would want sleeves. But the idea of sleeves on a digital card seems just asinine to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like good grief! All this well,
0: you know that's thing. that's always been a thing, though. People love to, like you said, like bling out their stuff. I mean, they want the little special avatar they want all those special little rewards and and they want to look different and cool yeah yeah i guess i guess so they want the mount for their their special mount <laughs> for their for their uh yeah. character or whatever i mean it seems silly but people it's you know people people, people like that like stuff it.
1: Yeah, I guess, yeah i guess so yeah it's funny
0: but i i guess like we said but bringing him back it's like it, it seems it's, it's disappointing, I feel, that instead of focusing on, you know, a friend list or oh my God, multiple God. Uh, platforms or, or
1: things that would really improve the actual game. Actually improve functionality as opposed to just window dressing. Yeah, this is total window dressing. And it's yeah. probably
0: I, I pretty easy for them. They have the artist cook up some, some uh, new designs and they wrap it, throw it on for some sleeves. You know, done. Absolutely, and they they put it all in gems, so you can get some extra. They can get some more cash in. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: But uh, but it doesn't really do anything for the game.
1: Yeah, I I am with you on that. I, I would strongly prefer functional improvement over over window dressing. Honestly, and uh, any day, any day, any time for any reason. Absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. You know, but you know, I guess. Like I said, we don't we don't get to pick what Wizards does, even though we yeah. probably would make some awesome choices for them. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I guess one more thing I, I uh, before we before we go, it's something that I've got my eye on, and this is this is more of a consideration for a sell recommendation as opposed okay. to a, a, as opposed to a buy recommendation. Um, I, I'm keeping close tabs on the the, the Papa Jace. Um, I'm looking uh, looking at him, and he's, yeah, he's
0: been going up.
1: He has been. He's up to 109 now. Okay. So um, I want to say I still have maybe one or two of him left. And uh, at one point, I think I had uh, like a little more than a place that I think I had like five or six of those. And I've been selling them off over time. And I know most recently, I sold them at around the $55 mark. So I definitely... Did not time that properly, mm-hmm. um, but uh, now I'm I'm looking a lot more heavily at um, unloading my residuals because I feel this is a good selling point. I, I think I'm, I'd be very happy if I could get 109 bucks for one of these. Sure. Things. So sure. I'm uh, going to be uh, looking to unload my Jaces personally. That's that's my next plan over the next week. I think I'm going to I'm going to list them and, and dump. So. Okay. I don't, I can't imagine them climbing that much higher, in and in, 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 they've been reprinted enough times, I think that's a reasonable sell point, and yeah. um, I'm willing to take the risk that it goes up higher, because I think it could just as easily go lower when they need to reprint a new Ultimate Master set, you know? Sure. So, which, you know, they won't call Ultimate Masters, but they'll call something else, so, <laughs> you know? So, yeah,
0: yeah, you're right about that.
1: So that's that's just a, a potential sell recommendation for anyone that may be, may be in the same boat that I am, where they're sitting there and some one or two might be in a binder somewhere. It's a, I mean, you could buy a whole box of War of the Spark, you know, even after your expenses for that one card. It's yep. hard for me to justify keeping that card in my binder at that rate for a card that they will reprint. This is not a reserve list card. This is a card that will see reprinting. So, yep. you know. Yeah, it's it's for me. It's a it's a sell point.
0: It's a, yeah, it's time for it to go.
1: Yeah, I may be wrong on the call. It may go up to one twenty five, but mm-hmm. like I said, I'm comfortable unloading at this point. So, hmm. but um, that's about all I've got for the week. Okay, yeah. pretty solid. Um
0: yeah. you know I'll throw out one um, one potential pick here. This is just a um, you know kind of a, a cheapy. Um, here, that's, uh, this is another one on my giant list of, of, um, of, uh, Ravnica Legion cards that I would like, and, um, this is a Glass of the Guild pack. Uh, two, two colorless. it's an artifact. Multicolor creatures you control get plus one, plus one. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right now it's going for about 22 cents. You yeah. know, I I like anything that gives a sort of buff, uh, and uh, you know this yeah. does it. It's an artifact, and it's only two mana. Yeah, you can't beat the you can't beat the price on that one. So, uh, yep. I mean, you know, it's no. Uh, what's that one? The sun, immortal. Oh, sun. the immortal
1: sun. Oh, it's cool. no immortal sun. <laughs> but <laughs> now refresh my memory. Are the afterlife tokens black and white? They are. So there you go. I believe so. Uh, I think they're uh, black and white flying tokens. Yeah. So I, I think so. That's 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 what you build with that. You know. But you know, I love that because casual casual builders and players like myself love stuff like that. You know, that's like, that's exactly what I do. I build an afterlife deck with lots of tokens and buffs of that nature. You yeah. know, because all mana. Stuff, I mean, yeah. That can't so can't cheap. beat that. You need to throw that in your afterlife deck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All the yeah, creatures yeah, you're are right. black and white, you're if right. I remember. I think you're loaded with black and white creatures
0: in that deck. I am. You, you know, that's that's the perennial problem, though. Is you know what to uh, what to include because there's so much good stuff. So many things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's a uh, you know it's a good problem to have. But uh, but yeah,
0: that is one of the great bonuses of. Um, uh, uh, the arena, where I could just make another variation on the deck in two seconds. Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. And, and you're right, I just double-checked, too. It's, it's all of those when this creature dies, create two 1-1 one, one, white and black spirit creature tokens. There you go. So
1: Oop. your
0: 1-1 one, one is now a 2-3... <laughs>
1: three, three, oh, yeah, 2-2. Two, two, that's right. Then,
0: then you throw in that uh,
1: ethereal... Absolution, I believe it is. Oh, man. Is that the one where yours get the plus and their enemy gets the minus? Yep. Man, that was terrible. <laughs> so now your little guys are now 3-3 three, three flyers. <laughs> yeah. That thing is that thing is is uh, oppressive. I've played against that thing in draft a couple of times, and I, I've gotten hosed by that more than one time. Absolutely. That's really powerful.
0: And, you know, if yeah. that wasn't enough, you could exile target cards to get the spirit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Oh god. Like, here's another little bonus action.
0: Man, it would have been fine with just the first two things, I think. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That that card is a is a fantastic card. Yeah. So yeah. Glass of the Guild Pack, go ahead, pick it
0: up. Uh you know, we're gonna see multicolored creatures. It's gonna happen. It's gonna it's happen happening now, it'll happen again. Yep. Um guaranteed.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. Twenty
0: two cents. Uh, I'm I'm kind of surprised it's actually this low. But, you know, uh,
1: almost all these buffs eventually see go up in price. You know, mm-hmm. so they they always creep up. So
0: yeah, I can see this going to fifty cents.
1: Yeah, this this is this could be like an eighty-five cent card in in a year. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So when you think about it that way, you're like, wow, four hundred percent gain. You know, and sometimes, again, it's all about the percentage gain, not necessarily the dollar gain. Yep. You know, so if you have 50 of these things, you know, for 22 cents, and, you know, you sell 50 of them for 80 cents. Absolutely. Hey, you're doing okay. Yeah, not too bad. But, you know, more than half a box right there. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. But, very good. Nice. Well, thanks to all the listeners, and uh I think we're going to close it out. And, uh, yeah, so sell your Papa Jays and pick up some glasses of Guild packs. Absolutely. You can sell one Papa and pick up 200. Of those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. All right, everybody. Until next time, may all your picks be profitable. Have a good one.
0: See you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.